0: Welcome back to the Design Your Dream Your Podcast, a place where we discuss all things mindset, manifestation, self-healing, and development to help you create the most fulfilling, freeing, fun, and abundant life possible. Who is ready to talk about all things energy? I know that I am. And it might seem like I have a ton of extra energy right now. I'm going to credit that to my coffee. Just kidding. I don't actually drink coffee for the caffeine. In fact, I don't know about you, but coffee does, I love coffee, first of all. I drink it every morning, but I drink it because I love the taste and I love the smell and I love holding the warm cup. It's like a psychological comfort for me, but it doesn't actually do anything in terms of like making me feel more energized. There have been plenty of times where I have not had coffee and I feel just fine. Anyway, that was a little side tangent, but I'm really excited for today's episode, which is all about seven little things that drain our energy. And I had the idea for this episode because a few days ago, I was wanting to sit down and plan out Something for my fortieth birthday, which is at the end of this summer. And holy cow! I first of all, can I just say that I cannot believe I am turning. I can't even say the words. I am turning forty this summer. What? I, I, I'm I'm still in a little bit of shock. I remember turning thirty like it was yesterday. So this is an alarming rate at which time is passing. I'm in a little bit of denial. But anyway. The other day, I wanted to sit down and I wanted to plan out something because you got to do something. I feel like you got to do something extra fun when it's ringing in a new decade, right? Like this is 40. I remember for my 30th birthday, I went to New York and I took my sister with me and we explored and I had this awesome boudoir photo shoot with this photographer that I had loved. So I'm like, I got to sit down and plan something awesome for my 40th birthday So the other evening, I wanted to do that. I was like, okay, I need to sit down. I need to plan something. It's in a couple months. I want to give people plenty of notice so that they can come, friends and family. But I did not have the energy to do it. And it was very frustrating because I love to plan things. And I especially love to plan gatherings and parties, you know, fun things. That is an activity I genuinely enjoy And so the fact that I had this whole evening open a few days ago where I could have done this planning, yet I couldn't bring myself to do it because I was too mentally exhausted was extremely frustrating. And I'm sure you can relate to the fact of how frustrating it is when there are things that you genuinely want to do in your life, but you just cannot bring yourself to do them because you don't have the energy. Life is just so much more enjoyable when you have the energy to do the things that you want to do. And of course, there are going to be times where you are low in energy, where you just need to recover for whatever reason. I mean, we're not robots, so there's going to be ebbs and flows, but at the same time, we all have a finite amount of energy every single day. And once we use up that energy, it's like, bam, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to basically just <laughs> lay down in a coma until tomorrow when my reserves are replenished. And so the other day when I was trying to... Bring myself to plan my 40th birthday. And I couldn't because I was too tired. I was like, man, why am I so tired right now? And so I kind of started brainstorming and, and, and really thinking about like, well, what has been draining my energy today and or lately? And so that's how I came up with today's episode because yes, there are certain things that are going to drain your energy that are obvious. Uh, I put in air quotes here, but there are certain things that if you're not doing them, you're going to feel tired. For example, if you're not getting enough sleep, you're probably going to feel tired. If you're not drinking enough water, you're probably going to feel tired. If you are not eating enough healthy nutrient-dense foods, You're probably going to be tired because your body is not getting the building blocks that it needs in order to provide you with good energy and to do all of the things that it needs to do. And if you're not moving your body enough, then you're also probably going to feel tired. So like, those are some obvious things that can cause us to feel consistently drained and exhausted. But what if you are getting enough sleep and you are drinking plenty of water and you're eating healthy nutrient-dense foods, and you're and you're moving your body in some capacity, and yet you're still feeling tired. Because I was looking at all of those things, and I was checking them off. I'm like, yep, I've been getting eight to nine hours of sleep. Yep, drinking lots of water. I'm eating good. I'm getting out every day, walking, and yet I'm still tired. So I thought it would be really fun to talk about multiple things that can be draining our energy every day so that we can really bring awareness to them and kind of, you know, hopefully help us to get some of our energy back so that we can better enjoy life and have the energy to do the things that we really want to do. So yeah, so I'm just going to dive in. I actually wrote down a list and there's <laughs> there's actually a bunch of things. So I'm probably going to be breaking this down into at least two episodes But I've got seven things that I want to share today, seven little known things that drain our energy. And of course, the disclaimer being that make sure you're sleeping enough, drinking enough water, eating those nutrient dense foods, getting in some body movement. Those are kind of the foundational items. If you don't have those in place, then, well, you're probably going to naturally be more tired. So let's talk now about the other things that are creeping in on our energy and sneakily taking it without us maybe even realizing it. Starting with number one, the thing that is draining our energy is clutter and disorganization in our living or work spaces. I know there are people who claim that, oh yeah, messes don't bother me. Oh yeah, the clutter is fine. I think that they are maybe believe that is true, but that they are not aware that on the very least at a subconscious level, that clutter and disorganization and chaos is creating chaos in their mind. I like to say, Chaos in the living environment or work environment, whichever type of environment, chaos in the environment equals chaos in the mind. It is simply more things for you to look at, more things for you to see, more things for you to process. When things are disorganized, when there's crap everywhere, it is a waste of time and energy to not just see all of that and you are processing everything unconsciously, but it's also a waste of Energy, when you're constantly misplacing things, when you're losing things, when you have to deal with it every single day, it's a total drain on the energy. For example, I'm a very um, clean person. I hate clutter. (laughs) I'm very organized. I... Uh, got rid of like 75% of my stuff a couple years ago. I I wanted to move towards more minimal living just because I know that I am greatly affected by mess and disorganization. But we, (laughs) so in our kitchen, we had this one corner of the pantry near the sink that was just filled with like mounds of Tupperware. And every time that I would go in to get some Tupperware to put leftovers in or whatever, it was like an avalanche of Tupperware would just fall and knock over and create this big mess. Every time I went in to get just, I just wanted to get one piece of Tupperware and it would be this whole thing of like, everything is falling over. I can't find what I need. Oh wait, I found what I needed, but now I can't find the lid. And it was a drain on my energy every single time. I just wanted to get a bloody piece of Tupperware, you know? I just wanted a piece of Tupperware. And then I had to, like, deal with this mess, and then it was, like, kind of stressing me out. That was a drain on my energy. So the first thing and the first way that you can start to reclaim your energy back is look at is there an area of your home or your living space that is cluttered or disorganized? Is there trash maybe that you just need to throw away? Maybe you got crumpled up receipts somewhere? Are there bills and mail scattered all over? Um, That is one thing that my husband, I love him so much, but always leaves mail out. It drives me bonkers because to me it's visual clutter and it's like, ah, I just need to read it and put it away. So do you have maybe unopened mail that is just lying around that you're maybe going to forget about? Is your workspace just covered in things so that it's hard to find? Look at your main living areas, the places where you spend the majority of your time and, and see if there is something that you can declutter something that you can organize and oh my goodness I'm going to tell you this is one of the most satisfying activities to throw away things and to organize things because you're going to experience the benefits of feeling more peace of mind and just like a weight off your shoulders when you declutter and organize your most lived in spaces these are the spaces that you see the most every single day I encourage you to just start with one space that is affecting you. Like maybe your nightstand next to your bed. Maybe that is a thing that you are opening every day. Maybe it's a drawer you're opening and closing every day. And maybe it's just completely disorganized and there's a bunch of stuff in it and there's a bunch of trash and you're always having to kind of like dig through it. Start with that type of space or start with the one drawer in the kitchen That just drives you nuts, kind of like the corner of the pantry where my Tupperware was avalanching, or your your desk, or your purse, if your purse is full of crap, start with the one space that you deal with every single day. The second little known thing that drains our energy is kind of along the same lines of, of clutter and disorganization. But it's physical items that you don't really like or care about. So maybe you don't have a bunch of clutter. Um, like like I said, I don't have a bunch of clutter. I don't have a bunch of things that I got rid of a lot of my stuff. But there were some items in my home recently that I noticed that I did not really like. And what is in your view every day matters. So every physical object is made up of energy, we know this, which means that every physical object also has a frequency and a vibration, that's just how energy works, and that means that every physical object in your environment is affecting your energy in some way on some level. So if you have an item or items that you don't really like, that you don't really care about, and it's in your view every day, even if it's just in the background, you see everything on a subconscious level, and it's also going to affect you, therefore, on a subconscious level. It's going to just bring you down just a little bit. So for example, My husband and I moved in together into this house almost exactly a year ago, and when we moved in together, I did not have a kitchen table because in my last apartment, I had this big, um, giant, it wasn't marble, but it was that white-looking marble. (laughs) I don't know my building materials. Granite? No, I don't remember. It was a really nice white marble, but that's not called marble. I had a big kitchen island and I and I did not have a kitchen table because this island was my kitchen table. There was plenty of room to cook on it. There was plenty of room to sit at it. So, I didn't have a kitchen table and my husband Uh, well, the boyfriend at the time, he did not have a kitchen table. I don't remember why, but he had been moving around. So the point is, is when we moved in together last summer, neither of us had a kitchen table. Obviously, this is kind of an essential uh, furniture item for many people, but for whatever reason, we kept putting off getting one until literally a couple weeks ago. So instead of a kitchen table, we had a card table with folding chairs. And you know, it wasn't, it was a card table. It reminded me of my childhood, Thanksgivings and holidays with relatives where there was always like the nice table that the adults would sit at. And then there was the card table, which was the kids table. And this was what was in our kitchen. We had a card table that was our actual table. And I would see it every single day. I would walk by it every single day. And not only was it not physically pleasing to my eyeballs, like it wasn't very aesthetically pleasing, but it just reminded me of like, not only this feeling of like, ooh, it's the kid's table, but also it just felt temporary. You know, like a card table to me does not feel permanent. It does not feel settled. It feels temporary. And so both on a conscious and subconscious level, every time I walked by this card table, (laughs) I felt unease. So we just recently actually got a real kitchen table and chairs, and not only does it look a million times better, not only am I actually motivated to cook a nice meal and sit down on it and eat it now, but I don't feel drained every single time that I walk by it. So my question to you is, is there something that you don't really like That is hanging around. Maybe what is the card table of your living environment? Do you have a picture on your wall that you actually secretly don't like, that you're just keeping there? Maybe you have something that reminds you of an ex-partner or a friend that you no longer hang out with. There's something maybe that was gifted to you that you actually think is really ugly, but you feel bad, so you keep it out anyway. What is the thing that you don't really like or care about that is actually impacting your energy by draining it just a little bit every day? And can you get rid of it? move it. Like if you don't like it, you don't care about it. There's no reason to have it in your space. It makes a huge difference. You're not going to realize how much it's actually been draining you until you get rid of it. you're going to be like, it's going to feel like a weight (laughs) lifted off. So that's the second thing. The third little known thing draining our energy is Ignoring personal passions and neglecting hobbies. So if you're not regularly spending your time on things that fulfill you and worse, maybe you're spending the majority of your time on things that just drain you, then that is freaking exhausting. A few weeks ago, there was like a three-week period where... I wasn't doing any of the non-work-related activities that I love doing. So like, I love playing disc golf. That's one of my biggest passions. And it has nothing to do with work. I also love digital drawing. I love to just draw and make things. So there are things that I love to do outside of work. And there was a period of like three weeks where for whatever reason, I just wasn't making time for those. I was working longer. I was, you know, maybe just plopping down in front of the TV instead of doing something that was really fulfilling. And it's no coincidence that at the end of that three-week period where I neglected my personal passions and hobbies that I felt less inspired and I felt more tired and drained at the end of that period. And I think it's so important for us to make time for our passions and hobbies because, firstly, they allow us to tap into our most authentic selves. When we immerse ourselves in activities that truly resonate with our interests and our values, we experience, and I know I, I could speak for myself here, a deep sense of fulfillment, of alignment and authenticity because I am doing something that is for me that makes me happy and making time for personal hobbies and passions also provides an avenue a lot of times for personal growth and development uh, they act as outlets for stress relief and emotional expression oh my goodness I remember um, a couple months ago, I got on a roll with doing digital drawing. I was doing digital illustrations, and there was a whole weekend where I just did like eight hours of (laughs) digital drawing. I locked myself in my office, I grabbed my coffee, and it was the most fulfilling fun, stress relieving weekend. It was incredible. I felt so good. I felt so energized by the act of engaging in this activity that I loved. So I think it's so important that we are continually making time for the things that fulfill us, for the things that we love, just because we love them and no other reason not to be productive. You know, I used to fool myself into thinking that, um, listening to self-development podcasts was like, Oh, well, that's my, like, you know, that's my activity outside of work that I'm going to do for me. But as, as much as I did enjoy that, and I still do, I love listening to podcasts and reading books. But at the same time, it was also me trying to be productive secretly. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So like, it's so important to find what we love doing because we just love doing it, and that's the only reason. And if we're not doing those things regularly, then that's a drain. It's a freaking bummer. And so the question I would encourage you to ask yourself is, am I feeling tired and burnt out because I'm doing too much? Or am I not doing enough of the things that make me feel alive? And if you're not doing enough of the things that make you feel alive, then how can you start doing one thing that makes you feel more alive on a daily basis? Maybe that is drawing for you. Maybe that's cooking for you. Maybe that is dancing in your living room for you. Maybe that's getting out in the garden, whatever it is. Make that time, even if it's only 15 minutes a day, it's going to leave you feeling so much more energized and so much more for- fulfilled. <laughs> so much more fulfilled. We'll get back to the episode in just a minute, but I wanted to take a second to share my absolute favorite secret weapon for manifestation which is listening to subliminal audios daily because they are the key to effortless success when it comes to manifesting what I want. And the best part is they require basically no effort while delivering maximum impact. Subliminal messages are simply any stimuli that are below a person's conscious perception and are only perceived by the subconscious mind. Subliminal audios work by embedding positive affirmations oh so quietly underneath soothing music so that as you listen, all you consciously hear is the music, when in reality, tons of empowering affirmations are directly influencing your subconscious mind, rewiring neural pathways, reprogramming your beliefs, and seriously amplifying your manifestation abilities. Backed by science and countless research studies, Subliminal audios seriously fast-track your manifestation results by getting your subconscious mind on board with your goals and desires. You can use them to manifest better health, career success, more abundance, the perfect partner, literally anything. Easily download them to your phone, pop in your earbuds, and just listen to the music as you go about your day doing whatever the heck you want. Working, cooking, petting your cat, You can even listen to them while you sleep, which is my personal favorite. I even created a nine-hour subliminal set to white noise that I use every single night. Go to my website, designyourdreamyear.com to grab your subliminal audio, or just click the link below in the show notes. All right, what number was that? That was number three. So the fourth thing that Drains our energy that we may not realize is unresolved conflicts or lingering grudges. And this one is huge because unresolved conflicts or holding on to a grudge have a profound impact on our energy levels because they drain us both emotionally and mentally, and because holding on to negative emotions, and resentments requires a ton of energy in order to sustain it. These unresolved conflicts or grudges are like a constant burden because they occupy our thoughts, they occupy our valuable mental space that could be much better utilized for better, more positive endeavors I can't talk I'm getting so worked up <laughs> but they require a ton of energy in order to sustain when you are when you are thinking about an unresolved conflict or you are thinking about that person that you're still mad at and you're still annoyed at that is taking up your precious mental space when you could be enjoying the movie that you're watching have you ever found yourself, you're like in the middle of an activity that you should be enjoying, but you're not actually enjoying it because you're just in your head thinking about something that is stressing you out, that is annoying you. When you could be using that mental space for enjoying that activity, for enjoying time outside with your kid, for enjoying the conversation that you're having with your best friend, like unresolved conflicts and grudges are such an energy drain. And also, When we hold grudges or leave conflicts unresolved, we kind of continue to subject ourselves to a cycle of negativity because the constant rumination and replaying of, you know, whatever it was, a hurtful experience, it keeps us stuck in the past, which prevents us from fully engaging in the present moment. And our future is created from the present moment. So if we're dragging our past into the present moment, then we are continuing to drag our past into our future because that is where we're creating from. And we're just perpetuating this cycle of negativity and in this uh, perpetual state of tension and unease. it is so draining on our emotional reserves and it just leaves us feeling exhausted and depleting. Plus the emotional weight of carrying unresolved conflict—it impacts us on a physical level because it increases our stress levels, which impairs our ability to think clearly. <laughs> it impairs our cognitive function, and it affects our physical health. The stress and all of this, you know, constant thinking of the thing that is stressing us out or holding on to this grudge—it you know, releases all those stress hormones into our body, cortisol, all of the things. And then it can also manifest as other physical symptoms like anxiety, like sleeping like crap because we're too busy clogging our mental space with thinking about this thing that is making us upset. And it's just exhausting. I remember back when my partner uh broke up with me. I shared that a few times since we've been back. Um, but when my partner broke up with me, I remember there was a period where I was kind of kind of pissed. Um, I had found out some information that I was not happy about post breakup and I held on to it for a couple weeks. And let me just tell you that that was freaking exhausting. I would wake up and I would be angry, and I would be hurt, and I would be thinking of it over and over and over again, and there was something that I had seen that I had kept replaying in my mind over and over and over again, and it completely, first of all, destroyed my ability to enjoy the day, but then it was exhausting. Like, it's just, there's just nothing good that can come from that. So I finally realized what I was doing, and I decided to just let that shiz Go. I forgave him in my mind because forgiveness is for the person forgiving to release yourself of that, you know, emotional and mental chains that you're binding yourself with. And I just felt so much lighter and so much more energized. So, in order to preserve our energy and to really just promote our our emotional well-being, it's essential to address. And resolve conflicts in a healthy and constructive manner the best we can, whether that is engaging in open and honest communication, whether that's practicing empathy, whether that's actively seeking resolution, or simply practicing forgiveness. Maybe it's not something that you will ever be able to resolve with a person. That's okay. You don't need that person there in order to resolve it within yourself and to come to that peace when you can practice empathy and forgiveness. So is there any unresolved conflict in your life right now that you could resolve through communication or through empathy or or actively seeking a solution or just by forgiving that person because that's for you? Or is there a grudge that you're holding to that you're just playing out over and over in your mind that you can just decide to let go of today? So this one right here, this one is a game changer. The fifth little known thing that drains our energy is <laughs> excessive screen time and digital overload, Is anyone else totally burned out with short form videos? Like we're talking reels on Instagram. We're talking shorts on YouTube. We're talking reels that are repurposed on Facebook. We're talking TikToks. I don't know about you, but I am just completely, I just can't do those anymore. I don't, I've never been a big scroller on social media but I cannot do it anymore, especially because of all of the short form videos for myself. I get completely overwhelmed with it. I get overstimulated with it and I feel more frazzled afterwards. (laughs) So, and I know that part of it is probably my autism. I am predisposed to getting more overstimulated, uh, mentally, but it's just, Exhausting when we're constantly ingesting information, when we're constantly seeing things, when we're constantly hearing things. Scientists have found that the average person today can process, are you ready for it? Can process as much as 74 gigabytes of data each and every day. And if you're like me and you're like, well, I don't really know what that means, like, what is that even, gigabytes? Here's the equivalent of, here's what you could do with uh, 74 gigabytes. You could stream every episode of Game of Thrones, 73 episodes. I don't know if you watched that show. I actually didn't. I watched the first nine episodes of season one and I pooped out. But those were long episodes. Those were, what, an, an hour So you could stream every episode, all 73 of them. You could also stream every piece of music ever composed by both Vivaldi and Mozart, which equals 235 hours plus 240 hours. What is that? I can't do the math. That is 475 hours of music. You could read every article on Wikipedia three and a half times over. That is the amount of stuff that you are processing every day in today's age with the TV, with the socials, which with the online. So it's no wonder that we feel exhausted, even if we don't realize it. We may think that we're just going to, oh yeah, I'm just going to lay down, relax, unwind. And how am I going to do that? By scrolling on my phone and getting more overwhelmed with more stuff. So something that has been huge for me is replacing screen time with something else. I realized that a lot of my downtime had become screen time still. Like my way of winding down was going online, was watching YouTube videos, was reading on my iPad, was getting on social media, was ingesting something. So a great way to claim some of this energy is is to look at, well, how much screen time am I spending, and can I just replace it with something else that is not a screen? Hint, yes, you can. Anything else, literally anything else that is not you consuming more stuff from the digital world. Cooking, eating a yummy meal, doing yoga, going for a walk, any sort of physical activity that you enjoy, dancing in your living room, um, you know, laying on the floor on an acupuncture mat. I don't know if you've tried those. They're incredible. I have one. They're super relaxing. Petting your cat. I don't know. There's a million things that you could do that don't involve screens. And when you start looking at how much of your time you're spending on the screen and you you decide to swap some of that out with something else, oh, I can tell you that it is so much less exhausting because again, we may not realize that it's actually draining us a lot of times and a lot of people, myself included, like I just said, our inclination when we want to unwind is, oh, let me get on my phone. But you're still getting bombarded with pictures, with words, with videos, with short-form videos, just like, ah, your brain is basically short-circuiting. It's just like, oh, can we just take a breath and, and not be looking at this and ingesting a million things? So can you replace screen time with something else? The sixth little known thing that drains our energy is suppressing emotions and not allowing yourself to express feelings. And this kind of goes in alignment with number four, unresolved conflicts or holding grudges in the same way that it, it is mentally and emotionally exhausting. Pent up emotions that are suppressed in the body Literally get lodged in your tissues. I'm a broken record when I say that everything is energy because it is and your emotions all are created of energy and they vibrate at certain frequencies. Negative emotions quite literally have a low frequency which directly impacts the frequency of our body. We are electromagnetic beings and so suppressing negative emotions can contribute to all sorts of stuff that detracts from our quality of life. It can create disease in the body because of the intricate relationship between our mind and our body. When we suppress or deny what we consider, quote unquote, negative emotions, such as anger, sadness, grief, whatever it is, we create internal emotional tension. And this tension it triggers a a stress response in the body. And then that can lead to the release of stress hormones like uh, cortisol and adrenaline. And then this prolonged stress state, even when you're not aware of it because it's like underlying, you've suppressed them, that can create a chronic activation of stress responses. And then that has detrimental effects on our physical health. Like I don't need to ram, rave on and on about how bad... Stress is for you on a physical level. Plus, studies have shown that chronic stress and emotional suppression, it can weaken the immune system. It increases inflammation in the body. It, it, It can disrupt the balance of our hormones and our neurotransmitters. And over time, this can all contribute to even more health problems, whether it's Cardiovascular issues, whether it's compromised immune function, whether it's stomach issues, mental health conditions. Like, it is so important to not shove down your emotions and to actually let yourself feel them. It is for sure draining your energy if there are things that you're avoiding feeling. And, like, I totally get it. It's not comfortable to feel certain things, which is why we like, oh, I'll feel that tomorrow, or I, you know what? I'm just going to distract myself. But I can tell you over the last couple of years, I've really leaned into processing so many emotions. If you heard my episode about going to Costa Rica in February 2020, where I did five ayahuasca ceremonies, that was very eye opening for me. I processed a lot of Um, suppressed trauma and emotions from my entire past life. It was very freeing. And the level of energy that I felt after I had released all of that was so incredible. But I'm just talking about even little things, like little day-to-day things. Someone upset you earlier today, they said something and you're trying to just brush it off and you're just going to move on with your day. Well, no, I mean... Don't ruminate on it, but can you just let yourself feel those feelings for a second? Because when you feel the emotion and you allow it to come up, it will then release. It, it, I think a lot of times we're afraid to feel emotions that we don't like, whether it is anger or sadness or whatever, because it, it's almost like, is this going to just last forever? But what I have found is that when I lean into feeling an emotion, when I'm like, yo, I can feel, I am a little sad today, I just need to let this out, it's typically no more than 20 minutes. Like if you lean into that emotion and you really let yourself feel it and express it in a healthy way, it typically dissipates much, much quicker than you think. So it is so important to express (laughs) express her emotions in a healthy way so that we can maintain an overall you know sense of well-being and to prevent development of chronic diseases, and of course, to keep up our energy. So things that I like to do: breath work, you know, crying in the shower, journaling. Um, sometimes if I just feel pent up energy in my body, like emotion, usually if it's like something like frustration or anger, I will dance. I will shake my limbs. I'll flail my hands around. I'll yell into a pillow, whatever I need to do. And it's just so freeing because you're not wasting all of this energy trying to suppress those things. Just let those things out. So I'm going to challenge you to ask yourself, is there something that you need to let out? Are you holding on to anger, sadness, whatever? Are you shoving it down? What can you do today to just sort of let yourself feel that knowing that the more you lean into it, the more you just let yourself feel it without judgment, the faster it's going to leave your body and the more refreshed that you're going to feel. (sighs) Okay. And then number seven. The seventh thing that is draining our energy a lot of times that we may not realize is ignoring the task you've been putting off, or maybe there are multiple tasks you've been putting off. This takes up precious mental space, which requires energy, and putting off tasks can also cause underlying feelings of anxiety or dread, which also drains our energy. For example, I have been putting off switching my car insurance and registering my car. I don't know why, but the thought of doing those two tasks feels overwhelming, so I've been putting it off. But guess what? I have been putting off registering my car. Well, it's it's registered. I need to re-register it because I moved it. I've been putting off re-registering my car and switching my car insurance for months. And even though I'm telling myself, oh, yeah, I feel better because I'm not doing that today, it's actually draining my energy because in the back of my mind, who am I kidding? I know it needs to get done. It's still not done. And I am, there is a little energy leak just slowly coming out because I know deep down that it's something I still need to do that I haven't done. And then I'm, you know, wasting energy on the fact that, Oh, like what if all this happens? And Oh, what if, for what reason I, and you start going into these scenarios about like how the task is going to be so hard and, You probably know this. You've probably experienced this, but typically when we're putting off a task for whatever reason, the buildup that we create in our minds for why we're putting it off is so much worse, so much more exhausting, so much more draining than actually just doing the freaking activity in and of itself. So I'm just going to say that I have put off tasks lately that have been draining me, which is why I added it to this list. So Ask yourself, is there a task that you've been putting off? And then commit to actually doing it. So I will tell you that I have it on my calendar next week to both register my car and to get my car insurance switched and figured out. I see it on my calendar. It is there. It's scheduled. It's real. It's going to get done. So what tasks maybe are you putting off and get it on the calendar. I like to say, if it's not scheduled, then it's not real, and you're gonna feel an instant sense of relief getting it out of your brain and onto the calendar, and then, of course, actually committing to do it so that you don't have to worry about it in the background. Whew. All right, was that seven? Yeah, that was seven. So let's do a recap of the seven little known things that are draining your energy, starting with number one, clutter and disorganization in your living or workspace. Number two, physical items you don't really like or care about. Number three, ignoring personal passions and neglecting hobbies. Number four, unresolved conflicts or lingering grudges. Number five, excessive screen time and digital overload. Number six, suppressing emotions and not allowing yourself to express feelings. And number seven, ignoring the task or tasks, if you're like me, (laughs) that you have been putting off. So I encourage you to take care of one or more of those things as quickly as you can and stay tuned for part two because I'm going to be sharing seven more little known things that are draining your energy. But I'm going to challenge you in between this episode and the next one to actually resolve one of the things from this list before listening to part two. And I would love to know which of the things that you're going to resolve. Send me a DM over on the Instagrams. I'm there at design your dream year. So are you going to make time for a a personal activity that you love this week? Are you going to forgive someone so you can let go of that grudge? Are you going to declutter something that is just clogging up your space? Are you going to get rid of that thing that you don't even like that's in your house? Whatever it is, let me know. I want to hear about it. All right? Well, that is it for today. I hope you find it helpful. I hope that you can start to get these things Uh, resolved so that you can have more energy in your life to do the things that matter to you the most, Remember, if you have not already, be sure to show me some love in the reviews section by just taking, literally it'll take you five seconds to just tap the stars to leave me a review. That helps me so much, especially as I am getting back into this podcast after taking a two plus year break. The reviews are what tell the algorithm to actually share my podcast with people. So if you like the show, you want me to keep creating episodes, want to show me some love. I would really appreciate it. Just scroll down, tap the stars. That's all you got to do. If you feel compelled to write a sentence or two about why you like the podcast, obviously, I would love that as well. I love to read them. I love to just read those, especially on the days where I'm like, "Mm, should I record a podcast episode today? And then I look at the reviews, and I'm like, yes, I should, because this is actually helping people in some way. So if you want to write something, that's incredible. But if nothing else, just tapping the little stars would make such a big difference. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. And of course, remember, Every day, you have the opportunity to intentionally cultivate the life of your dreams through your thoughts and your actions. You're a freaking powerful creator. So get out there and live your best daggum life. And I will see you in the next episode.